to one I dream of for inspiration, elevation, I can ride at your door. Aloha mai kako, aloha, welcome to Dating with Mana Powered by Porn Mahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And me, Kulani Jeremiah Aloha kako. Chihoo! Just like usual, jumping right in. We are at season two, episode number nine, where we're looking at dating and Valentine's, sharing what you need to know about Valentine's Day. Now, today is Wednesday, February 16th, and yesterday was actually National Singles Awareness Day. But guess what? Did you know that Valentine's Day is the culminating close of a week-long event? What, Kulani? Yeah. <laughs> what What do you know about Valentine's Day? Like, do you have any background on Valentine's Day? I don't. I don't have a lot of back. I just remember Cupid. I remember making mailboxes. I remember, you know, giving my classmates letters and cards. But that's it. Not, not too much. They talk about a St. Valentine who was a martyr. He was thrown in jail, and then he was visited by the king's daughter and sent her a love letter. And then he was beheaded because the king found out. So that was one version of St. Valentine's Day. And But the letter giving, right, was showing his, his love and devotion and all of that. And so that's how the exchanges started happening. The craziest part for me was that there's actually the seven days leading up to Valentine's Day itself are actually days you celebrate. So I wrote or like a very long sentence <laughs> to help you to remember what day follows what day and leads up to Valentine's. It goes like this. A rose to propose with sweet chocolates for my sweet. With a bear to show I care. I promise to give warm hugs as I kiss you into Valentine's Day. So sis, based on what I just said, Knowing that there's seven days, Valentine's is day number seven. Each day is something that you would give to the person that you like or to, sh- you know, show your love and aloha. It's, it's something tangible that you give somebody. So a rose to propose with sweet chocolates for my sweet. What do you think is the first day? I want to say, I mean, I'm, I'm hinting, I'm getting the hint. It's a rose. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Roses were given to friends and lovers. Red for your lover yellow for your friends uh, when i was married my husband would buy orange ones instead so i guess he was friends and lovers Tee-hee! okay so rose is the first day what is the second day sis a rose to propose. to propose yeah yeah so it's proposal day so basically people who are ready to jump in would use this day and ask the person that they wanted to marry to be married now and so, color so they wouldn't propose on valentine's day the 14th they would you're saying that they would propose on the eighth. <laughs> well, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So February 7 is actually Rose Day. So February 8 is Propose Day. Oh. And then February 9. So a rose to propose with sweet chocolates for my sweet. Okay, so chocolates. Again, it's an emotional share, right? Because now you're sharing food. You're giving the back and forth. Like, I love you as much as I love these chocolates. Here you go. Okay, this is totally, uh, this is me. I love this part because I like chocolate. So next part. So we've got seven, uh, February 7, February 8, February 9, February 10. With a bear to show I care, I promise to give warm hugs 
Oh, okay. So the bear, teddy bears? Yep. yep, teddy bears. This offering of these cuddly teddy bears to show how much you want to cuddle, 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 cuddle. Teddy bears were given on the next day, February 10th. Okay. I promise to give warm hugs as I kiss you into Valentine's. Okay, so prom- so tell me about this promise. What does that mean? What kind of promise? Okay, if they weren't at the space where they were going to be proposed to and getting married, the promise is almost like a promise ring. It's honoring the relationship, making sure that you know that I know that we are important to one another. Sitting in that space where you want to make sure that your partner understands that you mean business when it comes to your relationship. So you giving the promise of your love at all times. I thought that was cute. That is cute. Yeah. And then I noticed, I think you said to give warm hugs. I did. Yep. So hugs to share energy, right? You grab the other person, you pull them towards your bosom and you squeeze. It is a way that you can actually, it's the physical touch and it's how you share energy in a, in a loving way. So they, they use this day to remind you to give hugs out. You're giving hugs all day. And that would be February 12th. So on February 12th, you should have been hugging up your peoples. Okay. The last two are kiss day of Valentine's Day. So kiss you as I kiss you into Valentine's Day. So basically, you know how kisses are very intimate, very emotional. So the, the kissing day really is you're showing your vulnerability. That is really, really intimate. Like you're pulling them close into your space. And, and that is not a place you just put anyone, you know, you got to really be careful about who you put over there by your mouth. So, yeah. And then when it comes to your children, of course, right, it's the hug and the kiss at the same time. Nevertheless, the kiss day is actually February 13th. Now, February 14th, like everybody knows, is Valentine's Day. It's the day where you take people out. You take them out in honor of the whole love week. So Valentine's Day usually has um, has you going to dinner. You have a nice, uh, either go to a movie or go to some event. You spend that time together. And all the gifts that you've already showered over the week is like showing how much I love you. And then boom, here we go. Here's the great finale. And it's Valentine's Day. And I, you know, I really wanted to share that with everybody because I didn't know half these things until I started reading up about it for this podcast. So, so yesterday, February 15th, again, is National Singles Awareness Day. And basically it's for those of us who are single, right? And we're not in a committed relationship with a a partner. We committed to our children, we committed to our jobs, but not with another person in that way. So they usually recognize the 15th as National Singles Awareness Day. But there is also a group of people who decided, oh, yeah, Valentine's can have a whole week. Well, so can anti-Valentine's people. And I thought that was funny. Days in order. I created one for the anti-Valentine's week also. And that goes like, I'm going to slap some makeup on to go kick it with my friends. Can't forget some smell good perfume that inspires flirtatious conversations that lead to a confession of just how much you're going to be missing me because we got to break up the crew at the end of the night to go home and love up on ourselves from a single a single person's perspective of anti-Valentine's Day. And really, it's just a, a, a little positive way to remember the reasons why they want to say this. 
uh, when I read up on anti-Valentine's week, it was the people who are just really, they felt oppressed because they never have partners, but then they realized that there is a positivity to everything. So I took what they had written, right? First day or oh, the 15th would have been slap, some slap day. Then it's kick day, right? Then it's buy yourself some good, good smelling perfume. You can go out and feel flirty with, and then you're going to confess in hopes that the person that you're missing is going to come back to you, right? And if not, it's just ultimate breakup and you're gone. But the way I wrote it was like, nah, we single and we just going to do this. Tap, tap, here's the makeup. Ooh, let's go kick it, friends, you know, and all of that stuff. Sis, you and I are both single nowadays. How do you feel about um, anti-Valentine's Day? This is all one. It's all new <laughs> information. For yeah, me. isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of curious as to why anybody was that bitter to have an anti-Valentine's week. Right. They must have had a really bad, bad breakup or really bad relationship struggle to have something like this. Because even I thought it was funny. And I looked at it and there wasn't very much write-ups about the anti-valence, but I saw it only went a few years back, like to 2017. And they didn't really have like definite definitions, right? They were just like, oh, slap day, this kick day, this. I was like, I'm going to take your days and flip it around so we can look at it from the single perspective. So, you know, it ain't got to be like that, brah. Right. right. Okay. Okay, sis. So let's look at Valentine's week from the perspective of a single person recently broken up in the mainland, coming home to Hawaii to visit and forgot about how much Hawaii makes her smile. What are some activities as a single person that you think would be really, really good for her to do like once a day or one activity a day for seven days so that we can help her take her mind off the breakup? And concentrate solely on self-love and self-care because we know that she's been figuring out all that ish. But definitely would want to greet her with so much love and hugs, flowers, lay, those kinds of things. Okay. So the greeting for her on the arrival. Okay. That's a really good one because we know that lay is important to us in Hawaii. And when you make it on your own, that's even more. There's so much more aloha when you make a lay for someone. Yeah, sorry, getting out of feels about lay. <laughs> um, actually, would, that night would continue, actually. So I'd bring her, I'd greet her, and then we'd go to dinner. And I actually would want her to talk and share what she kind of went through so she doesn't feel like she cannot express her feelings and she doesn't have a safe place to express her feelings. I want to create a really uh, secure place for her to be vulnerable and know that she's loved and she can share and we can share food while we're doing it and just be free to be open about her life and what she's gone through because it's rough out there. And hopefully that will, I will be able to hear in what she has gone through and maybe what she is looking forward to in that conversation, which will help me plan up the rest of the week. I love that. Let's say the has returned and she just, you know, well, she's a Kanaka. So she comes back home and she used to do all of the things that you do, sis. The hunting, the fishing, the the um 
kappa. She makes kappa. She actually knows how to do weaponry because you taught her, right? These are one of the people we going to just say. I don't know who it is. It's probably someone out there that you taught. Um, but they need kako'o and being themselves again. What else? What, what else could we do for day number two? Well, we, okay, food has to be involved the whole week, period. Yes! <laughs> yes. Can't get away from that. Food, good food. That's, that's automatic. Um, and then definitely probably uh, beach day. Beach. Um, yeah, just jump in the ocean, feel the sand and the salt. And it's kind of like when he uvai, kind of like, okay. You shared what you had to share the night before. Today, we're going to start clean. We're going to put good stuff back in because you only deserve good stuff. And um, we'll just start the rest of the week in a good, good, good space. And knowing that we didn't avoid anything, that we did address the issues. And now we're at a place of like putting good stuff into that space. So beach, Oshua, ocean. I bar with the saltwater heels action, but a lot of people in America, they always talk about, oh, you know, they always hear that saying saltwater heels, saltwater heels, saltwater heels. Since I know that you have an idea of what, you know, our kupuna think about pa'akai or salt, can you share a little bit or what your mana'o is on that saltwater heels? Yeah, well, just salt in, in general and vai. Salt was used for preservation and purity in our culture. Uh, we didn't have an actual icebox, a.k.a. refrigeration. So <laughs> salt was a part of keeping, was for preservation. And then it was also for flavor. So you would take the purest of the white salt and um, for food or use it for ceremony. That was also the food, the flavor of the gods. Um, it was used for protection and for cleansing. And so when you intermix it with water, you have something that you could use as a pikai that you can sprinkle on you when you're not by the ocean. But if you have an ocean full of salt water, it's probably best to jump in. And uh, although uh, to a point where you can submerse your head and um, allow the depths of Kanaloa take some of that for you, that burden for you, uh, but not, but know that you still have that responsibility. But yeah, it, it's actually used in a lot of cultures. But for us, You'll see a lot of Hawaiians travel with pa'akai for salt. You'll see us always go to ceremony. And sometimes you'll see a, on my head, you'll see little white specks on my head. It's not dandruff. It's actually Hawaiian salt. Yeah. Or it'll be in our shorts and our bras and our wrapped in tea leaves. So there's a lot of connection to salt. So yes, salt water heals. Salt yes, water. I love that. And see, that's why we take our tea to the beach because she needs to heal, release, and start to fill up with good stuff. Yes. I love that. Okay, so I think we definitely need to have like a girl's day where we do a mani-pedi, kind of this malama your kino, right? So it's a ho'ola kino. Let's just say we do the mani-pedi after the beach, right? Because you come out all pruny, <laughs> relax, get all that salt in there for dry out all the things that need to be dried out. And then we go do a mani-pedi on the next day all together. And you know, when you do a mani-pedi, you can get drunk, yeah? Because they, they give you inulama. Some waina while we're getting our hands and our feet done. I love that. Is it safe to say that we're going to just fly by the seat of our pants and recognize that these seven days of love kind of just form themselves based on the person that we're trying to kapo? I think that's the best way. And you know, we, we always do that. Hawaiians are known to just 
and they just nalu. They just con- they go ahead and continue on with whatever has to be done. And then they nalu. They ride it. They ride the wave. They ride the situation. And we understand that it's okay to have to make changes. Just make sure you know where you're going. <laughs> well, Kako, I know this is Dating with Mun, and I wanted to share out with you like the aftermath of Valentine's Day. I myself... I'm thankful for my family and my friends that I got to share my aloha with, my aloha always in all ways. And I hope that you folks can take some of this new information and slap some goodness on your face. Get out there and kick it with your friends. Spray. It's spray. Oh, my Lord. Spray some good smell perfume that inspires someone to be flirtatious with you in conversation. Let it lead to a confession that they can't live without you. But if they can't, that confession is just how much you're going to be missing. They're going to be missing you because you got to break up at the end of the night and go home and love on you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, sis, for sharing with us uh, the seven days up leading up to Valentine's Days and our seven days of anti-Valentine's Days and then our new set of seven days on how you would treat your friend who probably has gone through something and has to deal with that whole valentine's movie stuff so timing is not great let's celebrate in a different way um signing off from the island of molokai it's me kanoi lani davis loving it timing is not great but let's celebrate kako enjoying your company each and every time we see you during the week or oh, enjoying your company every time we hear never mind signing off from oahu is your girl kulani jerobaya wong we all kako uh. <laughs>